Chapter 25 of Yermio contains a very important idea, a very important message that we have not encountered until this point. The beginning of chapter 25 we have encountered many times about the punishments that will befall Yehuda because of the misbehaviors and the exile. We've seen this many times. Yermio repeats himself many, many times. The land will be destroyed, verse number 11, The land shall be a desolate ruin. But then, the second half of verse 11, something new. The Avdu HaGoyim HaElef and Melech Bavel Shivim Shana The nations, nations of the world, including Israel, shall serve the king of Bavel for 70 years. After 70 years, I will visit upon Bavel the same kind of punishment, the same kind of desolation that is visited upon the other nations now. The same prophecies that Yermio prophesied about the nations will be for Bavel. They too shall be enslaved by many nations and great kings. I will requite them according to their acts and according to their conduct. So here we actually have a number of years. The number is 70. Well, the 70 is precisely 70 or around 70. For example, the number 40, we know, doesn't always mean exactly 40. 40 is a generation. 70 is more than a generation. I would say 70 is a lifetime. And here, it's important to take note of the following interesting fact. We know in our study of Yirmiyahu that the book of Yirmiyahu makes many, many, many references to the book of Dvarim, which makes total sense because the book of Dvarim is largely about a warning that Moshe gives the people, speaking as God's representative, about what's happened for the last 40 years, the mistakes we made in the desert, and Moshe is going to leave us, and Moshe is concerned about what the future holds. And Moshe speaks about a betrayal of God and a punishment. And there's the blessing and the curse and the admonition of chapter 28 of Zvarim, the long admonition, which ends with the verse, And God will restore you, bring you back to Egypt in boats on the path you thought you would never take again. And you will sell yourselves there, as male and female slaves, and nobody will buy you. Probably means no one will buy you out. No one will redeem you. There you are, back in Egypt. That's the very end of chapter 28, the long admonition, the blessing and the very long curse. So that chapter itself doesn't speak about return. It is true that later, and we discussed this in the beginning of Yermiyahu, later it speaks about the people taking steps to return. And there is a promise in the Torah. And Yermio speaks of this as well, of the ultimate return. 
That's the admonition in the book of Zvarim, which is closely bound up with the book of Yirmiyahu. But there is actually another admonition in the Torah, which is not in the book of Zvarim, but rather in the book of Vayikra, chapter 26 of Vayikra. There too, the blessing and the curse, the blessing in the beginning of 26 in Bechukotai Teilechu, there'll be blessings. And then the long list of imprecations, exile, chapter 26, you will go into exile. The reason you will go into exile, the narrow reason is you failed to observe the sabbatical years. And now you will be in exile and the land will observe its sabbatical years. The land will lie fallow. But there in chapter 26 of Ayikra, it's very interesting because there the Torah speaks about return. There the Torah says, if in exile you confess your sins and the sins of your ancestors, and the land lies fallow and repays the Sabbath years, you have to pay your debts. If you pay your debts, and you have some kind of a confession, some kind of recognition. Then the Torah says that God will remember. God remembers God's covenant with Jacob and with Isaac and with Abraham. And God remembers the land. And the Torah says at the end of chapter 26, Even though I have sent them out of the land as a punishment, I have not utterly rejected them. I have not utterly rejected them. And my implication, of course, after the debt is paid, they return to the land. So we have two admonitions in the Torah. In the second one, there's no automatic guarantee of return at all. It all depends upon the people taking those steps to return. But in the first admonition, in Vayikra chapter 26, that's a time-bound punishment. You go for a certain amount of time, and then God will bring you back. Yes, you have to recognize you did wrong, but there's not the lengthy and complicated and interactive repentance that is spoken of in Deuteronomy chapter 30. The book of Yermio actually connects to both admonitions. There are places in Yermio where the focus is on repentance. Focuses on repentance. is a word that appears many times in the book of Yermio. But in this chapter, in chapter 25, which speaks about the nations being punished, as it were, but it also speaks about Bavel getting its due. It's interesting that in this chapter, and this is repeated later as well, we suddenly encounter 70 years. 70 years means you sort of know more or less when the exile comes to an end. It sounds like a time-bound punishment. So this is a different idea of exile and punishment that we encounter for the first time in such an explicit way in Yirmiyo, chapter 25, uh, verses 11 and verse 12, 13, and verse 14. And the larger context over here, which we won't get into now, but I want to mention it now, is that Yirmiyo, as we know, was said not only to be a prophet to the Jews, but a prophet to the world. And in this chapter, chapter 25, which talks about the nations being subdued, the nations, Kohad Goyim, not Israel, but all the nations, and Babel as well, and it speaks about a cup which is taken from the hand of God in verse 17 and given to the nations to drink. The drinking of the cup over here is not a cup of consolation. 
It represents the punishment, the anger. And here in chapter 25, Yirmiyo lists all the different nations that are going to be subject to the power of Babel. Beginning in verse 19 with Egypt, with Paro, there's over 20 nations mentioned in these few verses. Verses 19 all the way up to and including verse 25 and even verse 26. And what's interesting to note at this point, and with this I'll stop, is that in other great prophetic books, Shayo, Yechezkel, the prophecy of the nations is in the middle of the book. In the book of Yirmiyahu, it's at the end of the book. And it's funny because this would have been a perfect place to go into detail about many of the nations that are mentioned in chapter 25. But Yirmiyahu does not do that. The book of Yirmiyahu simply mentions it here, but the prophecies of the nations actually conclude, more or less, the book of Yirmiyahu. When we get there, we will hypothesize as to why that might be the case or the significance of that fact.